to continue looking at um, growing in being centered in Christ. And we are going to look at what that means. Um, in the previous episode, in part, um, we looked at how we can take that first step to become believers or to make God the center of our lives. We also talked about how when we surrender our lives to Jesus, we develop a personal relationship with him. He becomes um, our Lord and Savior and we are saved through him, through faith. We also talked about how receiving faith through Christ means that we're trusting him alone and that we surrender our whole life to him. So now in this episode, we will focus on what that means, how things are different now, now that you have made Christ the Lord of your life. You are saved now. You have crossed, as we talked about, from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. You are centered on Christ the rock. Your foundation is solid. But before we dive into that, let's go to the Lord in, in, in prayer. Lord, we thank you for saving us. Thank you that you are a firm foundation that cannot be rocked by any storm. Thank you for giving us eternal life through Christ Jesus and for forgiving our sins. Thank you for the new life that you have given us. We ask that you bless all represented here today. Bless their families, Lord. Bless their finances. Father, bless their health, Father God. Father, give them peace, Lord, which just comes and stems from you, Lord. Father, hold the, the, the souls, Lord, Father God, in you, Lord. And let them remember, Lord, that you are constant and you will never leave them nor forsake them. Prepare our hearts for your word, Lord. Let it be fertile ground. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That being said, um, let's get back to this. Um, things are different now, now that you have invited Christ into your life. Many things have changed and let's just look into depth and see what the Bible says has happened and how things have changed for you when you got saved um, and for us who have been saved as well because we all have to take that step no one is excluded from this in order for you to be saved you have to confess that jesus christ is lord and that he died for our sins and believed in our hearts that he died for us and that he is god and that's how we get saved there's no other way around it good works cannot save us good works do not make us saved and cannot bridge that gap from darkness and God. It cannot bridge the perimeter between us and God, which is sin. Only Jesus does that. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And there's no other way to God but Him. So let's look at this. Now that you have been saved, Christ is in your life. Galatians 2.20 tells us this. It reads, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who 
who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20. So now we are told in the Bible that when we get saved, our life is not centered on us anymore as we talked about. Our life is centered on God. Our life is about God, Godliness, Christ. Now he lives in us and we'll look at that in a little bit. Another thing that you received when you got saved that is different is that you have Christ's power in your life. The Bible tells us that when we get saved, the Holy Spirit comes and lives in us. Ephesians 1 7 says this. In Him, Ephesians, um, excuse me, that's Philippians 4 13. It says, I can do all things through Him who gives me strength when we receive that power that we have in Christ. So during our moments of weakness, during the times that we feel overwhelmed, we can always draw strength from Christ now. You have a new power and source of strength in you. You have Christ Jesus. And God's Spirit lives in you. As I had said, the Bible tells us that Jesus said this. He said, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you. To help you. And he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he lives with you and will be with you. That is John 14 verses 16 and 17. You have the Holy Spirit in you. It tells us here that he will advocate for us. And in other parts of the Bible, it tells us that he will lead us to all truth. And that we drive, we are able to be guided and live. We are capable of living this Christian life because we do have our helper in us. The Holy Spirit He's our advocate and he also leads us to all truth. God has not just saved us. He has not just given us his son to die for us. He has deposited his Holy Spirit in us. So that as we live this life in this broken world, that we might have a helper, an advocate to help us, as John 14 says. What else has changed? Well, your sins were forgiven. Ephesians 1.7 says, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Amen. Our sins have been forgiven. The perimeter has been breached and we have been reconciled to Christ Jesus, to God through Christ Jesus. We are no longer sinners. We are children of God now. We are part of the kingdom. We are saved now. We, will, we are assured of eternal life. We also receive the gift of eternal life. That means that there will be life beyond death. Our lives as Christians do not end with death. As because Jesus has reconciled us to, to God, we are assured of eternity, life after death. So here it goes. We have received the gift and it is a gift that we receive from God of eternal life. John 3.16 reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him 
shall not perish but have eternal life. Amen. And whosoever is me, whosoever is you, so that anybody that believes that Jesus Christ is Lord will be saved and have eternal life. That is the gift that we receive. We also become a permanent part of God's kingdom that cannot be taken from us. As we said, God is a foundation that cannot be rocked, cracked, or removed, or that wavers. He is firm. He is constant. He is solid. When we have our lives in Him, we are secure. He is our security that is unwavering no matter how much things change, no matter how much people change in our circumstances, God remains. God remains. Hebrews 12, 28 tells us, Therefore, while we are, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. Hebrews 12, 28. The kingdom that we are part of cannot be shaken. It is constant. It is stable. It is solid. It is a rock that we stand on. It cannot be shifted. So I want to encourage you today, no matter what your circumstances is, your foundation is in God. And that cannot be shaken. That cannot be taken away from you. And because of that, you are short of all these things that we're talking about today. You have those despite your circumstances. Amen. We also can find life in abundance now during this time because that is what God has given us. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. It is written, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Other Bible verses say in abundance. That means completely in its totality. That is the life that Jesus died for us to have. Those who are in him. Life and life in abundance to the full. Bring it, brimming and flow, over, overflowing. Flowing over. This is what we have been given. We find we have found abundant life, and this is the life that we can live now in Christ. We get to receive God's peace. Philippians 4 6 to 7 says this Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. Present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. When we get saved and become a kingdom of, uh, part of the kingdom of God, things are different now because we have God's peace. We can find God's peace during hard times in our everyday life. In these times and era where things are not as short and things are turbulent and very flux, we can find God's peace. It is not based on our circumstances. It is from God. 
rightly says God says that um, there's a Bible verse that says that I do not give like this world gives and Jesus said my peace I live with you before he went to heaven after he was resurrected so you can have God's peace complete peace no matter what's happening in your um, in your life that's why it called they say in this Bible verse in Philippians 4 6 to 7 it says peace which and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts because it's not a peace that we can explain in human terms or in based on human circumstances because we cannot understand it because it does not gel with the circumstances that sometimes we're going through god restores his peace despite our circumstances it says that it will guard our hearts it will guard our minds in and, and our minds in christ jesus so today i just want to encourage you that you are victorious you do have power your sins are forgiven you are a permanent part of the kingdom of god you have the gift of eternal life and you can find life in abundance even now and you can find god's peace because that has been gifted to you and god's holy spirit lives in you these are just some of the ways that you are different now now that you have invited christ in your life and things have changed you have crossed from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of life and you have received all these gifts together with the believers in christ the body of christ who have also received these gifts prior so turning your life over to to jesus is the first step of an exciting adventurous relationship with god and you will like you will want to know him better I encourage you to do that by digging into his word and also learning his plan for your life from now onwards and this takes continue to surrender your life to god connecting with a church um, if you are already going to a church that is um, a Christ-believing church, a Bible-teaching church, um, a church that glorifies God. Link up with your pastor, link up with one of your elders or maybe one of your um, leaders in the church and speak to them. Speak with a friend that you know that's a little bit ahead of you as far as that walk in Christ so that they can help you to grow closer to God. But above all, read your word stay in your word and also um i advise that you read the book of john which is found in the new testament start off with that and read a little bit each day start off with prayer go before the lord like we have done here then read it take note what you think it's about read it in different versions that kind of helps also to give you a better understanding and when you get stuck do not be afraid to reach out. Reach out to that mentor, to your pastor, and people around you who know Christ and are believers and are a little bit ahead of you and mature. And also pray. 
in the even at the beginning pray that God will give you an understanding we know that the Bible says that God's word is living and active and that it pierces between bone and marrow just ask God so that he will give you a better understanding of what you're reading and also of how God is changing your life as you go along it's very important to spend time with people who have the same beliefs as you have who are also pursuing the the walk with Christ it does not mean that you do not associate with people who are not saved but these would be the people who would be who would be able to rally around you and encourage you and hold your hand as you walk together and grow in your relationship to God so they can guide you as well um let's close up in prayer and just thank God for all these blessings that he has given us and I pray that as the day is gone I know you we all have our struggles that God will uphold you that he will strengthen you in body mind and also that he will nurture your soul with his word and his presence and that he will create a desire for him and his word in you this is a prayer i pray for myself this is a prayer i pray for my children and my friends and family that god will create a desire in us an ever-growing desire in us for his word for getting to know him better for um living and aligning ourselves with him so let's close up in prayer father god in jesus name we give you glory and we thank you lord for the tremendous gift of salvation father we seal this gift that you have given us lord eternal life forgiveness father god a permanent part in your kingdom god and father god the abundant life that we can have because of jesus and thank you for your peace which surpasses all understanding father we just receive it right now in jesus name outpouring father god from the top of our heads to the tips of our toes father god Father, help us to not be anxious in anything, but in every situation, Lord, by prayer and petition, Lord, with thanksgiving to present our request to you, God, and the peace so that the peace of God, Lord, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts, our minds in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, Father God. for the blessings that you've given us. Thank you for the blessing and the gift of the Holy Spirit, Lord, who advocates for us, Lord, who helps us, Lord, who leads us in all truth, Lord, for the God, and will be with us forever. The spirit of truth in Jesus name. Thank you for making a place for us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for sustaining us during these times. strengthen us father god strengthen us lord thank you for the power that we have because of jesus thank you lord that we can do all things through you christ jesus who gives us strength we rest in your peace and your love it's in jesus mighty name that we pray amen may the lord bless you today may he make his face shine upon you may he grant you his peace
ever so gracious to you.